Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad and Margie and Margie's family. We pray that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 657, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that face between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your vacation. Simply text Vicky or myself or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com for a free quote. Welcome, Margie, Andrew, Jackson, Sammy, Eleanor, and Ben. So you guys all just returned yesterday from the vacation. We are very excited to have you on the show today to talk about your magical Disney trip. So Margie, why don't you go ahead and kick us off and tell us how you planned this trip, how you prepared for it, and then the rest of the family can just jump right in when they have something to say. Awesome. Sounds good. Okay. We have actually been planning this trip since January of 20. Are we in 2021? We are now. <laughs> I'm like, what year are we in? Okay. So in January, Disney came out with a deal and it was stay at a resort for four nights and you basically got two days free in the parks and I had a bunch of clients that were doing it and I was seeing like the amazing deals that they were getting and I was like we got to jump on this so I briefly said something to Andrew about it and then the next day he saw on our credit card the $200 deposit (laughs) and he was like um, where are we going to talk anymore about it? And I was like, no, we're good. We, we can always change our mind later. Gotta get this deal. So we've always wanted to stay at the art of animation. Um, and then we also decided that we were going to keep it a surprise from the kids. So Andrew and I had to keep this secret. And it um, was really hard for them to keep the secret. It was very hard for us to keep the secret, but we did it. Wait, there's a surprise? What? It was a surprise. Jackson, you're a mess. And so we came up with multiple scenarios on how we were going to surprise the kids. The idea that we came up with was um, Andrew's dad lives in Florida. And so the kids knew that we were going to go to Florida to visit um, Andrew's dad and his wife and Andrew's grandma. And so then we were like, well, then we'll just go to Disney Springs on our way home. And then they said that they would video the room. And then before they took the video, they surprised us that we're going to Disney. Yeah, that's basically what happened. We said that we were... um, that I was going to be able to tour a resort room because I was a travel agent. They were going to let us come in and tour it and take a video of it and so that I could put it up on YouTube as part of being a travel agent. So we were at Disney Springs, we were shopping, and then what happened? 
you said we were gonna just go tour a room, and then you went to the room, and you said, we're gonna stay at Disney. And I didn't believe them, and I said, if you're lying, you will be red tonight. He said, I will beat you so hard, <laughs> you will be red tonight. I don't even know why he would say something like that, but it was really funny. They didn't think that it was true. They thought that we were joking, right? I thought I knew it was true, but like it didn't feel true. And what did you do, Sammy? I cried. I did. Of happiness. Me too. <laughs> and Benjamin, what did you say when we told you that we were staying? Did you believe it? Mm-hmm. You said, it's real. It's real. I know it's real. We did it. We're going to Disney. I This isn't real. You guys are joking. We were actually really shocked. Andrew and I thought for sure the kids knew that something was up, that they had thought about it. One of the really cool parts, we were driving to Disney Springs and we went under the Walt Disney World sign with Mickey and Minnie on both sides. And we're like, oh, it's Walt Disney World. We're here. And Jackson's like, but we're only going to Disney Springs. I wish that we could stay for longer. And Andrew and I looked at each other and we're like, yes, I have no idea. <laughs> I was like this, wouldn't it be cool if we were just coming to Disney and we actually were gonna stay at a resort and uh, go to the parks. So we surprised them, we did it. What did you guys do at Disney Springs before you went to the resort? We went into the shops. Yes, but we didn't get to go into the Lego store because it was too big of a line. We did also go to Gideon's Cookies. The M&M store? Oh yeah, the M&M store, yeah. And we also went in World of Disney. I don't have any of the pictures from Sunday because my phone was acting weird. And so I don't have any pictures of us um, at Disney Springs, but we did have a fun time. We went into the Star Wars store, uh, Gideon's. We got a lot of cookies and a piece of cake. I don't like the chocolate chip cookie. It's dark chocolate. Oh, I'm very sorry. We were at our resort. We got there at about two-ish and checked in. And we were very fortunate. We got the um, a Finding Nemo suite. I We signed up just for a family suite. You know, you can do just generic and they'll give you whatever suite is ready. Right. Whichever comes first. Um, and then I called in about a week before and I requested buildings five or seven or five and four and five. And so we were able to score a Nemo suite for the price of a generic family suite, which was awesome. That is an awesome deal. Okay, so what did we do after we got all checked in and all ready in the room? What did we, we do, Benjamin? We went to the big blue pool. Uh, our show, we had all the pools and the next week we ran on the Skylighter. No, no, we didn't go on the Skyline on the first day. We went to the pools that we went to. If you didn't know what pools they are, there's the big blue pool, um, Radiator Springs. And the Cozy Cone. The Cozy Cone and the little So we went and we swam in all three pools. Yeah, and then one of the next days, I don't know what day it was, but we went to the Caribbean. The Caribbean Beach. What was your favorite pool at Art, Art of Animation? Was it the Big Blue Pool, the Cozy Cone Pool, or the Little Mermaid Pool? Cozy Cone. Cozy Cone. 
And why did you like the cozy cone the best? It's a deeper pool. I like the big blue pool because it has a splash pad. Okay, Benjamin, what was your favorite? It was the Skyliner and the... That's not a pool. (laughs) It's the Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid pool. Fun. My favorite was Caribbean Beach. It has two water slides. Yeah, the Caribbean Beach pool is one of our favorites. So, uh, Jackson and Sammy, what were your favorite pools? Cozy Cone. Cozy Cone. No, it's actually Caribbean. Caribbean Beach? Caribbean Beach. How did you guys get to go to the Caribbean Beach one? We took the Skyliner. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, a lot of times you can't go to other resort pools. Yeah, if it's a moderate or lower, you don't need a wristband or anything to get in. You can just walk in. Oh, okay. If you're staying at Pop Century, hey, head on over to the big blue pool. Go use the art animation pool or take the Skyliner over to Caribbean Beach. I would say... The Caribbean Beach Resort Pool is probably the best resort pool at Disney World. People may argue that the Yacht and Beach Club pool is nicer because it actually has a sandy bottom and they have a pretty decent water slide. Right. But you do have to have a wristband to get into that one. Um, Anybody could, you know, make their way over to Caribbean Beach. I don't know if you're technically allowed to, but they don't stop anybody from doing it. Like, you can't go to the Riviera Pool. Right. I did know that because wasn't one of your clients that wanted to try that? Yeah, Pamela tried to do go to the Riviera pool and you have to have your magic band or whatever to get in. It's because it's a DVC. Yeah. So, but what if you, like, go there, you have your magic band, stand in, and then you go into the pool, you get to go in the pool. Yeah. You can also go to the Hippy Dippy Pool over hippie, at Pop hippie, Century. Hippy Dippy Hippy. That's a fun pool. Hippy Dippy Pool. So we spent Sunday swimming, and then we had dinner, and then we all went to bed. We had an early bedtime, except for me, because I had to go to Walmart, and then I had to go get our car looked at, and I didn't get back to the hotel until 10. Did you guys have a problem with your car again? Our battery light was coming on, and it was fine. Okay, so what happened on Monday? We woke up. We, we went to Hollywood. Okay, so Hollywood doesn't open till 9, and so we're like, surely we'll leave like 8.30, 8.45. Like, we weren't planning on doing, like, rope drop. We were just going to go and, like, get there when we got there. The kids woke up at, like, 6.45, and they were ready to leave by, like, 7.15. They're like, okay, we're good. Let's go. <laughs> so we actually ended up getting to Hollywood Studios by, like, we were walking in the park at 8.30. Yeah, but we... But when we got in the park, um, we didn't know that we could go on wide, so we just went on to Mickey's one way railway. Yep, that's that was our first twister. ride. That's a tongue twister. Mickey's runaway railway. Mhm. So then, before we go on, what did Andrew think of Mickey's runaway railway? Railway. Now she's got me tongue twisted. Oh, it's great. Yeah. So I follow a lot of Disney and especially uh, Imagineering and everything they've done. So it's really cool to see the last 20 years of Imagineering culminated in one ride. So they had a lot of cool effects. So um, to get the full experience of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, you have to get there early. Cause that's, they, they, so typically you're supposed to watch a movie in the middle of watching the cartoon, Goofy runs through the screen breaks through and then you walk into the cartoon. Once the ride gets to a certain capacity, 
they bypass the cartoon and you just walk right to the ride. So if you want the full ride experience, you definitely need to get there early because it's a very cool, very simple practical effect that um, they do a great job of breaking through the wall. Um, but yeah, it was really great to see all the projection mapping. I think there's more hidden Mickeys on that ride than any other, definitely more than any other ride um, yeah. anywhere. And we went on a few times and it was a different ride experience every single time. That's awesome. I So I didn't, the first time we went was right when the pandemic, so we didn't get to do the little um, pre-show that you're talking about either. And Brad's not ridden it yet because we didn't get into it the first time we went there, the two of us. Jackson, what'd you think? It was fun. I figured something out that when you went down the waterfall, you just go back in the same room. Yeah, they did a lot of really cool things where they, because of the projection mapping, they were able to totally change a whole entire room. So you're on the beach in Hawaii, and then you flip around, and next thing you know, you're under the water in the exact same room, but it totally looks different. They make you feel like you're going down a waterfall, but you don't even move. Pretty impressive. And one thing that I like is there's like a puzzle in the beginning where once like the cracks and stuff popped up, it's like there's like smoke and stuff, but some people in the back or in the front are like too busy watching the thing that they don't notice the broken screen when, popping up. When Goofy breaks through the movie. Yeah. So, but in the back, you can't even see that happening, but in the front, you can. Sammy, the birthday boy, what's your thoughts? What did you think about Mickey and Minnie? You Mickey lover, you. <laughs> um, I loved it. What did you love about it? That there was Mickey in it, and it was crazy. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy ride. Now, let's conga. <laughs> you like when you conga with Daisy Duck? It's just, it is a really fun ride. So I don't know how the YouTubers video that because it's so sensory. Like you just need to engulf yourself in it. Well, and it's just really fun. Like you start off in position one, but then you end up in position three on the train and or position two and end up position four. Like it's just when you're in a different position in the room, you have a completely different experience because you're seeing different things because you're paying attention to different parts of the room. And like when we the first time we were in like the very, very left side. But then the second time we were like, not on the very right, but before the very, very right. And then we saw him Mickey. Yeah, the second to last room you go into, it's a, a factory setting and it's real dark and fire and stuff everywhere. The first time we went through, we were in position one and you go right from that room towards a, a park. The last time we went through, we were in position four, and you actually get to see the room transition into the park, so that was cool. That was really cool, like all the fa the factory machines like went into trees. They just fold and transform into trees and park benches and bushes. Sometimes I try to figure out how they do it, and I can never figure out how they do it, but. I do think that's cool, because I don't think that I realized that, uh, when, like what Andrew was saying, where one room became another room, I don't think, that I even realized it again, though I've only wrote it one time. Mm -hmm. That makes me want to go write it a couple times so that I can get that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what they do really well with that waterfall, it really feels like you have fallen. So you think you've taken an elevator and come out in a totally different space, but you haven't. Yeah. So it's impressive. But yep. also when you go into like the engines before you go to the pod, 
We we are all about finding hidden Mickeys. Benjamin finds hidden Mickeys like ten times a day when we're at home. So he was in heaven at, at Disney World, like finding all the hidden Mickeys. Monday was one of the last days of boarding passes. That's what I was gonna say. Did you guys get one then? So we got one. We were on group number eleven. So we were able to ride Rise pretty early in the day. So we were there one of the last days to do a boarding pass, and then we went back on Thursday when it was standby line. So that was kind of a fun experience to have both experiences. So after Mickey and Minnie, we went to Toy Story Mania. We got gifted some magic at Toy Story. So we'll tell that story when we were getting on the cast member who tells you like what, you know, what row to go to. Um, I noticed that she was from Lake Dallas, Texas, and that's where we just moved from. We moved from Corinth, but Corinth and Lake Dallas are basically one town. And when I was like, oh my gosh, we used to live in Lake Dallas. And she got really, really excited and we talked and I told her that we used to go to Corinth Elementary and she went to Lake Dallas Elementary and graduated from Lake Dallas High School. And I was like, we lived right by the high school. And so then when we were getting off the ride, the cast member leaned over to Andrew and was like, do you guys want to ride again? And of course we're going to say yes. <laughs> so we went from the ride, we got off the ride, and then we got right back on the ride. And it was because of that cast member. She she totally said, hey, watch for this family. And when they come off, have them get right back on the ride. How cool was that, Jackson? That was cool. Did you win? Uh, I won the second time. Yeah. No, like I won against Sammy. Yeah. We got a tied. You kind of tied? Yeah, but we always get, I always get the same prize. Yeah, a white bunny. Me too. Andrew didn't win? That's how it works at our house. Dad always wins. Andrew won. Oh, oh. Out of the four cars, yeah, I won. I don't get how people get 500. My dad didn't get it. Yeah, I don't either, because like 200 and something was like the highest I could get, but the max score was... 599. Like 598 yeah. something like that? I think they make that number up and then so it forces you to want to go back on it. Well, you also have people that ride that ride all the time. Yeah, it's some cast member that gets there like and is able to do it over and over and over again before the park opens or after the park closes. Definitely a trick to it. As long as the dad's the winner, that's how it always works. Okay, then we went on Rise. Rise of the Resistance. Okay, you guys talk about your experience on Rise. Oh, me first. Rise in the Resistance, there's one part that I like and one part that I didn't. And the part that I like is that you get to see, like, all these, like, stormtroopers and stuff, and then the first order, like, gets you out, and then some people save you with a lightsaber. They use the force to put back the door, and then you get into an escape pod, it feels like you're actually like really there. But there's this one part that's like the Tower of Hair that I do not like. What happened? It like dropped you. It was farther that, than I thought it was. It was, a, it was a pretty good drop. Yeah, probably about 15 feet. Yeah. Oh really? Cause that's, we were talking, I know you weren't on the show Monday cause you guys were at the magical place on earth, but Stephanie really wants to go, but they're telling her she can't go cause she's pregnant. And she wants to know, is it really that bad that she shouldn't ride it because she's pregnant? She asked me that, and I haven't gotten back to her yet. And she asked me right before I went on it again, 
and I the whole time I was on it I was like okay what would this be like if I was pregnant if she's in her final trimester, I would say no. Uh, no, she'll she'll be in her second trimester. It jerks you around a little bit, but... But the drop is, I mean, I don't know. It's significant. So maybe she shouldn't. That's sad. She just really wanted to ride it so badly. It's a significant drop. Like, it's quick, but I mean, they're, they're dropping you. It might even be tw two stories, but it's at least 15 feet. And after that drop, I can barely feel my legs. You, you lost your legs while you were on there? <laughs> okay, just checking. Okay, Jackson and Tammy, what did y'all think? Well, the rise was amazing. So the queue looks like you're getting ready for battle and there's suits for um, pilots and things and there's guns and weapons and stuff and crates and then you get into this place. They send you into a room like groups and then you go in this room and then you see BB-8, and then Finn, no, and Poe, and Ray. Ray gives us a mission. Ray gives us a mission and tells us that a Star Destroyer... Is coming. A Star Destroyer is coming. get us off. Um, Batu is gonna give us, get off, get us off Galaxy's Edge slash Batu. Um, and then once you get out of that room, you're outside and, they, and there's this big ship. And they take you to a big ship, you get on, and then what other ship is out there with you? There, oh, there's also Poe. Po yeah, Poe's X-Wing. Yeah, Poe's X-Wing and BB-8's in there. And you get on this ship and what is it? What are they called? It kind of looks like an octopus. Or the fish, yeah. The fish person. They take you up and then you get stuck in a tracker beam and you go into the Stark. Even before that, they, they have an attention to detail. So when you're on the transporter ship, they have some windows where you can see out of. And as you fly away, you see where you just were, then you see the queue, you see the rest of, of Star Wars land, the rest of uh, Black Spire Outpost, and you can see guests walking around. You see people with their Mickey ears on and everybody, you know, just regular guests walking around the park until you finally get sucked, you know, you raise all the way up into space. And then there's spiders and things trying to fight and they're like, it's like Space 220, but Star Wars. They take you onto their ship, and then this First Order person comes in the ship and goes, everybody get out. And then you get out, but then there's this huge room. You can see out, there's like TIE fighters flying by. Oh, and Finn tells you that, that Poe and Finn said, we're gonna come and get you and save you. So were you scared? No. No, you knew it was pretend. I can take Kylo Ren because I have beaten, I've fought Darth Vader. Me too. You have been trained in the Jedi ways. Yeah. But you get into this huge room, you can see outside in space, and there's all these stormtroopers lined up, and you walk into this big room, like this really big room with TIE fighters. TIE fighters and all these people, and, and you and they're not animals, like they're real people, they're real, um, and then you get into a queue, which they take you to like colors, like little different areas, so then they can get you into your jail cell because you're prisoners. And what's what's one of the funnest things to do while you're waiting in the queue? Who are you supposed to mess with? Oh, the first order. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun to mess with the first order if you like step out of line or if you go to the wrong color. Cause they'll ask you on your color, they'll be like, 
when I call your color, you're gonna say something. Like when I say, tell me your color, then you're gonna tell me your color. And let's say you're on red and the other color is blue. They'll be like, what's your color? And you'll be like, green, my color's green. What? And they get really mad at you. Well, one time they asked us, where's the secret space? And then we said, China, that's where it is, China. Or Sammy, what did he say to you when he saw, when he saw your birthday pin? Even though it's your birthday, we're not gonna go easy on you. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, "Oh, thanks." And there are also buttons in the jail jail cell, so we also like to push those buttons. And while you're getting the colors, there's buttons that you can push. They don't like it. We push the buttons. Why is that? Because you can't push buttons, and I have shit. And it's their stuff, and they don't want us to touch their stuff while we touch their self. Stuff, not self. Stuff. Well, buttons for children, that's just too tempting. I know. I know. Andrew, what did you think of Rise of the Resistance? It was your first time on it. Yeah, it was really cool. It was fun. It was like being able to step on a movie set and see all the different stuff. Um, it's not really a ride. It's more of an experience. I would say that Flight of Passage is still the, the best ride at Disney World, and this would probably be like a, a close second, but yeah, it's a really cool experience. It's it's a pretty long experience too. It was cool. Like if you don't have that fast pass thingy, it takes a really long time to get to the elevator thing. Yes, you get in the jail cell and then later they say there's a lightsaber and they burn the wall and they come out. And you get in these like pods, like little pods and there's a droid and then the droid has to take you to escape pods so then you can get back to Batu and leave. But in that, during that, the you're supposed to not get seen, but then you get seen and all these people start fighting you and you start getting fired at and then you go into the room where um, Kylo Ren is and he's like, oh, I'm gonna come and get you. Well, sometimes before the stormtrooper shoot, I go like this. <laughs> Did that make him go away? Nope, shouldn't have done that. Nope, you shouldn't have done that. First order's gonna get ya. It's all because of me that they started shooting. Oh, I'm sure your brothers were very happy then. <laughs> so, it was a really fun experience. We then hung out in Galaxy's Edge for a while. We did the smugglers run smugglers run andrew and and eleanor were the pilots they did pretty good i was a gunner me too pew, 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 pew. one time i was the engineer and yeah i broke a lot of stuff because i couldn't wait yeah um, okay so what um, was some of your other fun like favorite parts of hollywood studios you guys um muppets muppets 3D, Sammy. It's 3D. Rock and roll was fun. I went on it for my first time. Oh yeah, Jackson went on rock and roller coaster for his first time. He was pretty worried the entire time walking up to it. And once, like right before we were about to like just go like shoot out into the ride, I I was so scared. I was just get me off of this. And then I was off and I was like, I want to go on it again. Yep. Once it was over, he was like, okay, let's go again. I can do it. <laughs> so when you guys were there, was the guitar still visible? 
So on Monday it was, and then on Thursday, because we did Hollywood two days. Right. On Monday it was, and then on Thursday it was gone. They took it down to repaint it. Or that's what they told us. They need to rerun that whole ride to uh, a Goofy movie, and you're going to the Powerline concert. That's what Andrew thinks that they should retheme it to. There's a petition already. You can go sign it. Eleanor was super excited to write it, and then when he we got it, I totally forgot that there would be a height requirement. <laughs> and it was 48, and I wasn't tall enough, but I still got to go on Slinky Dog's dog, Slinky Dog Dash twice. Yeah, and they gave her like this fast pass, so the next time we come, when she's tall enough, she can go in the lightning lane. I was like, what if this is like our only time to come to this? I mean, it's not for us, but like, I should have been like, can you just give us a fast pass to any ride? <laughs> but they, I think they only have fast passes for that ride. Yeah, if that, you're not tall enough. Yeah, so let's say Benjamin wasn't tall enough for a ride that he really, really wanted to go on. I think they would give him that fast pass so when he is tall enough. Yeah. But she won't be tall enough for like two years. So I don't know if that fast pass just sits there or what. So we have to keep that card. So they're counting on you keeping that card. Okay, we did do something, Vicky, that I have never done before. We left the park at two o'clock ish, two thirty ish. Yeah. And we went swimming in the middle of the day. And wasn't it awesome? It was amazing. <laughs> It was so hot. It was just so hot while we were there. But I knew that we were coming back on Thursday, so I knew we would have more time there. But it was just so hot. So I was like, let's just go to the pool and take a dip and then come back. So we went to the pool. That's when we went to the Caribbean beach pool and had, we, we were there for about an hour. And then we were back in the park by like 6.30. Um, and then we just finished, I don't even remember what we did when we went back. We just kind of- We split up, you guys. Did a bunch of roller coasters. I took the littles. We hung out at Galaxy's Edge. Did you get a Rondo wrap, Andrew? Uh, not that day, but we did get one on Thursday. That day we did 14 miles on my tracker. One day my knee just hoarded so bad. Should we talk really quick about our day at Epcot? Like not so many details, but just some of the highlights of our time at Epcot. We went on Death Jack. We ate food and we went to World of Showcase. Typically when we do Epcot, we spend a lot more time at World Showcase, but this time we decided to hit up all the stuff we had never done. So we got to ride Figment and uh, yeah, we did Soren, Living with the Land, uh, Nemo, uh, Spaceship Earth, Coca-Cola Cool. Oh yeah, Club Cool. Club Cool. And tried all their different sodas. And how was the Beverly? Did you guys How like was it? The Beverly, everybody. Yeah. It was. It, I like it, the Madagascar. It tastes one. like soap. What does the Madagascar one taste like, Jackson? It tastes like be like berries. It tastes like your favorite soda. Fantastic. I like yeah. the royal. It's like Mandarin orange. I like the royal. I didn't like the sodas from China. That one was the one that I did not like. Oh my gosh, I had the nachos for the first time in Mexico. And, oh, those were some real, I don't know if it was because I was really hungry, but those nachos were so good. <laughs> I always think the nachos taste better there. I think it's just because you're at Disney. Maybe. We got the school bread. 
We got some treats in France. Oh, they have cast members just hanging out in front of Ratatouille, in front of Remy. It's all the ride workers. Yeah, it's all the ride workers, and that's what they have to do. They just have to stand at the entrance so people don't go back there. So we weren't even able to, like, go back and be in front of the ride to take pictures or anything. Oh, did you go to the creperie? Um, no, because it's back there by... I thought it was back there by the ride. Yeah, it's not open yet. Oh, I thought... They keep seeing pictures of people going there. I thought people could eat there even if Remy's wasn't open. What a rip. I didn't see it. We weren't, and by that time we were so tired. France was like one of the last ones we went to. And so we were just like, let's just, we got, we got our pastries. We did do the scavenger hunt where we had to find Remy all throughout the showcase. I only cheated one or two times online to find out where he was. But I just want to say something about Club Cool. Okay. Uh, one of these, two of these sodas is just disgusting. It's the China one and Beverly. Beverly. They're gross. So Andrew and Jackson and Sammy, if that was your first time on the other side of the park, what was your favorite? Test Track, Spaceship Earth, Finding Nemo, Soren? Soren. Mine was Soren. Uh, Test Track? Of that area, Test Track's probably my favorite. Of that area, Space 220 is my favorite. Oh, Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin was so excited to go up into the big ball. He was so excited. Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Which will be called for renovation shortly. Currently, it's the, the history of communication, but it will be changing to the history of storytelling. Oh, did you guys find that out while you were there? No, I... I'm a Disney nerd. We just don't know when it's going to happen. No. It should happen before the end of the year. They should be closing it. Well, that is what was insinuated. We just weren't sure if with the big crowds, if Disney would be willing to close that down to have one less thing for people to visit. Yeah, my, my gut is telling me they'll close it when they open the new city area and the Guardians ride. When that all opens up, I, I think that's when they'll shut down Spaceship Earth. Okay, so... We were able to get a reservation. For Space 220. Space 220. We were so nervous. We thought the first day it was walk up only and there was lines for three hours long. They had no queue. It was just a mess. Like I was actually very shocked that it was so messy that first day. The second day they changed it and they did a virtual queue. So we went, by the time we got there at like noon, um, they were already, it was already full until 7.30. So we got our reservation for 7.30 that night. I ate a little bit of And snow. we got to go up into space. Space 220 is amazing. Okay, so Jackson or Sammy, talk to us about going up in the elevator. So you go up this, you go into this room, breathe a little bit, and then you go into this elevator. You go up in a, like a space elevator that takes you up to space. You go super fast, you have to hold on to something because it like shakes around and you can like- windows? Yeah, there's windows, you can look up and down and it, you can see Epcot below you going up and then down when you go down, you can see it or you can see Space 220. You go up 220 miles up in the air and that was cool. And then you get on the space station. And then you get on the space station. What do you see? You see this giant, um, garden i guess yeah they grow all the food up there in space and it just spins around uh, 
and there's a big light and then you go out wait a second for the person to, for a person to come and then they take you to your table and you can get food but then there's also a huge window that looks out and you can see earth and then every once in a while different astronauts come like one was doing um cartwheels or one was walking a dog and one of them was like lightsaber duels lightsaber duel or doing this dancing or surfing yes i would suggest going for lunch rather than dinner go for lunch it's significantly cheaper significantly less expensive well we knew we were talking about that the other day because it's like 20 something dollars difference and the only thing we really saw was the dessert but then sarah told us that the menu was better for you guys at dinner is that right or um and there are some some higher end foods i don't know if it's worth the 25 dollar difference in price tag when you start adding your whole family to that plan right. uh, if it was just margie and i that probably wouldn't be that big of a deal but our, our dinner went from a 200 dollars meal to a 350 dollars meal wow so but it was worth it that's the difference also whatever time of day you go up that's how you see the earth oh that's cool so we saw the earth at, at night if you want to see the earth during the daytime you have to be up there in the daytime i think you almost get a better experience going up the elevator during the daytime because i think you can like see you like see epcot and you see you know what i mean see it better but nighttime was still cool i was actually shocked that we were seeing it at night but it made perfect sense because it was nighttime <laughs> But I like it because the earth looks all pretty with all the lights and things. I like it there at night. It would actually be really cool if you got to go up during the day, if you had a reservation like at six o'clock when it was light outside, but then when you were done, it was dark outside. So you got to see both. Oh, that would be pretty cool. So did you think the food was good then? Yeah, the food was phenomenal. It's a it's a five-star restaurant, and I'd say out of all the restaurants inside the parks, this is definitely the highest class. Um, other than, I can't speak to Club 33. I've never been in Club 33. If anybody out there wants to take me, please. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, bar none, it's the highest class. Um, and you can tell by the level of staff, how much staff they have, how many um, levels of staff. I mean, there's a guy dedicated to filling your water. And then the food itself was definitely higher, higher class. I mean, it, it makes the Brown Derby seem like a, you know, Applebee's kind of thing. Wow. The food was definitely higher level outside of the kids' meals. The kids' meals were typical Disney table service kids' meals, which is a, a much higher level kids' meal, but not not worth the, the money you pay for it. But the salmon was good. It was actually good. Actually, yeah, the, the kids' meal salmon was actually really good. Salmon, asparagus, and mashed potatoes. Yeah, that, was that one was really, really well done. I do wish that the kids' meals were a little bit less expensive than you're paying $30 a kid, you know. I would... So you're paying for the atmosphere. Yeah. And you're paying about the same um, as Be Our Guest and Cinderella's Royal Table. That's how much. Yeah, if the dining plan comes back, then it'll most definitely be the two credits. But I've, I've eaten recently at Be Our Guest, and I would say that the food at Space 220 was way better than Be Our Guest food. That's good, though. I mean, that's good that you know that. Yeah. The dessert was awesome. It was really... Andrew got the lemon tart and it was amazing. And I got the chocolate cheesecake. It was so good. 
COVID makes some of the experiences better and some of the experiences worse, depending on where you are in the park and what you're doing. It definitely made Space 220 better because they're only sitting every other table. The restaurant was a lot quieter. You know, it has half capacity. You have a lot more room to look around and it, it was a lot nicer. So if you can go during COVID, best time, time to go before that restaurant just fills up. I was actually shocked and surprised when the astronauts were flying outside. I just thought that was so fun. And what they're doing, what the astronauts do outside is what's on the trading cards that the kids get with the kids meal. Oh, that's fun. So it was really fun. They're going to continue the trading cards. They have um, a, a set one right now. When they run out of that, they're going to do a second set. So I'm sure they're going to become collectible items that you know, Disney fans will trade and buy. But you can only get at Space 220. Yep. You can only get them at Space 220. And actually, the Kids Cup, you can get, um, for $3 more, you can get a souvenir cup. And it's actually a pretty, it's like a rocket ship. And it's actually a pretty cute little Kids Cup, so. So did you guys all get salmon, Jackson, of the kids? No, the rest got mac and cheese, spaghetti, and um, chicken nuggets. Uh, I think... Out of all of those, mine was fun. I think the spaghetti was fun. It was spaghetti noodles and a really big meatball. But the meatball was made out of chicken. It was a chicken meatball. Oh, wow. Like, you'd think it would be all the normal. Beef, yeah. Beef. But overall, really great experience. The bathroom was fun. The, the little bathroom um, symbols for, like, men and women, they're all dressed up as astronauts. And the baby. Like the, yeah, the baby changing table has a little baby astronaut symbol on it. Cute. The theming was really good all the way through, including in the bathrooms. They have, uh, when you first walk in, the, the room is huge, and they have four huge windows. And there's a, a pathway that goes right through the middle of the windows, and they set that up on purpose. It's a place you can go and take pictures after your meal. Um, Though your waiter will take you over and get your picture. It's a really great spot for a for a photo op. Pretty much a full bar, lots of wine options. Um, and then of course as Disney opens up the alcohol options, they, they had like three or four custom drinks for Space 220 that all looked amazing. Funky looking, sounded yummy. Oh, and you could pay pay extra. I don't know if it was extra or you could have got it. But you could only get this drink if you had the cup, the, the special space cup, and it, it had moon rocks. It had like, it was called moon rocks. Yeah. And it had pop rocks in it. And, oh yeah, kid's drink. And it was like. Yeah, if you wanted to pay $12 for the special cup, and a, it's like a slushy drink with pop rocks. But yeah, that was it was a good experience. If you have the, um, if you have a Disney Visa card, you get 10% off at Space 220. Oh, that's good. Which I was shocked about because Be Our Guest would not let us do the, the Disney dining because it's a prefixed meal. I know you told me that, and I they told me anything over $50 that anywhere in the parks is supposed to give you the 10%. That one did not. Even at the counter services or just the table? I think it's just- I believe table service. Yeah. Well, thank you, Walker family, for sharing the first part of your very recent Disney World trip. Join us next Friday for the second part of the Walker's Amazing Disney World trip. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can text us at 636-395-0544. 
If you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote, you can email Margie or myself, Vicki, and text us at 636-395-0544. Remember, for just a $200 refundable deposit, you can hold your reservation, so contact us today. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Your Story Travel TikTok account, at Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends. 